This is a news laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. Welcome to another episode of Hafta on the day that Bhai has been sent to jail. We will discuss that and more, but first let me introduce the panel to you. We have our managing editor Raman Kripal. Hi Raman Hi. sir. We have the anchor of Nuisance. Hello. Manisha Pandey. And we have a guest today, Joyjit Das. He is a journalist who is now with Catch. He's been a journalist for over 15 years. Although his youthful looks do not quite give that away. Thank you and hello. Hello. You've been with the Economic Times with yeah. uh, Mail Today as well. And uh, before Catch, your last uh, assignment was with Reuters. Yeah, Reuters. So for those of you who don't know, Reuters is a news agency, right? Yes. So yes, so Reuters is an agency, but yet it has its own website. So what? So Reuters is a is a news agency. It uh, supplies news to media outlets, but also directly to subscribers, depending on their requirements. Uh, directly onto their terminal. Not only news; it's also about a lot of data information. It has other subsidiaries which are more into data mining. That apart, uh, it has a website which more or less d- deals with general news. So it gives a fraction of the overall stuff that it gathers on the web. Only a little bit is on yes. its own site. Yes, yes. All right, and I'm Abhinandan Sekri with the regular appeal that I put out every week. Pay to keep news free because when the public pays, the public is served. When advertisers pay, advertisers are served. Subscribe to News Laundry, pay to keep news free. And because Angrez apna lagaan the news jam pra hafta, kabhi tahi chhodte, I will quickly run you over. No, I won't run you over. That I will leave for others. <laughs> Driverless cars. <laughs> I will run, run you through. Yes, I'll run you through. The list of things that we'll discuss today. My God, that was such an opportune slip up. So we are going to be discussing the fake news regulation order which was issued at some 9.30 odd in the morning and withdrawn by noon or one. Um, and there are all sorts of theories about why that happened and how that happened. We have uh, news about the founder of the fake news website, Mahesh Hegde, being arrested. We don't usually talk about websites like Postcard and uh, Open India and all, but because, you know, this is in the news, we'll just discuss Postcard uh, Dalit protests, SCST Act, and of course there was that huge bans which turned violent the country over. We will discuss that a little bit, uh, and that is on the you know on the lines that was following the Supreme Court order about how the SCST Act should be amended. Then there was um, the order in UP that Ambedkar's middle name is Ramji, so that has to be used in all official communication. The most interesting of the week, Minister Baba Rao from Madhya Pradesh. So, the Madhya Pradesh Chief Minister has given minister status to five Babas. And so, they're very interesting Babas. So, we will discuss that and why that is so. In fact, one of the Babas is called Computer Baba. And they have, yes, all been given minister status. And finally, we will also discuss, if we have the time... The Videocon ICICI bank loan row, um, since we have Joydeep with us, maybe he can shed some light. He's worked for the Pink Papers in the past. And um, in unusual news, or use that news that is not unusual, in fact, Arvind Kejriwal extended an apology to Arun Jaitley. So I think that kind of sums up all his apologies. I don't think any more apologies are due. So I think he can can his apologies. And we have some subscriber letters. First, let's just wind up this fake news regulation thing. 
to give you a little bit of context there was an order in fact manisha why don't you give the context so there was an uh, there was a guideline which was issued by the information uh, ministry information and broadcasting ministry uh, at around 10 pm on tuesday on monday if i'm not mistaken on monday night on monday night hmm. uh, which said that basically uh, it was designed to check fake news and it said that any journalist uh, you can basically complain against any journalist for propagating or promoting or creating fake news right and uh, once that complaint is registered if the person is accredited is a pib accredited journalist will lose his accreditation and in 15 days there will be a committee that will be set up to decide whether that i news item was fake or not and once it's de- decided that it's fake you'd lose your accreditation for i think 6 months and if you do it for a second time then you lose it for a year so so f- figuring out what is accreditation and what it gives you you can read i explain her on it hmm. put together by cherry agarwal the link below yeah. among other thing it basically gives you a lot of access to cover government uh, ministries shastri right. bhavan basically eases your access into government uh, meetings uh, uh, press conferences me- press conferences where the pm is the guest cabinet meetings parliament also right so um joy the first start to the what is your reading there are two theories flying around one is that it was a trial balloon uh, and of course the telegraph headline on this was was nasty nasty as trump was a nasty nasty woman uh yeah which was mary had a, not mary sorry modi had a little <laughs> uh lamp a, a little uh, modi has a sacrificial uh, sacrificial uh, lamp, lamp a little smriti sac- sacrificial lamp, lamp. Yeah. so theory is that he wanted to do this all along he got her to do it to see how people would react of course when it went out the reaction from the journalistic community was so swift and so you know um aggressive that he said that chalo i'm cancelling it so he comes out looking as a good guy and if the response wouldn't have been quite so dramatic then it would have gone through so i am not so keen on that theory i i do believe that uh, i think ms irani acted on her own but i don't know what is your view i i kind of subscribe to that with the i, I don't think uh, i don't think the minister could have acted on her own okay so you think the was in, in yeah, the loop because also this it, it was a draft it must have needed time to prepare research couldn't have been something overnight so something of that scale uh, wouldn't have escaped the prime minister's notice hmm manisha i think it was completely like uh, not thought through i mean i'm pretty sure it happened in like 2 hours she just decided let you, me just do something you was pm a part of the i don't think so. i mean that's just it's just really bizarre conspiracy theory i mean it's giving too much credit i mean well, then they really sh- i think a rational conspiracy theory whether you believe it or not is the question mm, yeah i don't it's think it's bizarre I I mean itna sochenge koi ki hum aise we'll do this and then once you know the journalists push back then we'll then I'll step in and then of I'll of course maybe they did not expect that, do they do that? the push back will be perhaps but much. I mean the guidelines themselves were written so poorly even if she wants to clamp down in a way there are intelligent ways to do it it was written so silly because it's not just creating or creation of fake news also propagating what is propagating if a journalist is found propagating fake news so if i retweet uh, an article which is fake you see how section 66a was drafted yeah the I mean, language so horrible, i mean that yeah. was i mean one is i don't think one should ever underestimate the government. how far ahead they plan i mean it's mm-hmm. like a move of chess we'll do this they'll do this we'll do this they'll do they plan eight eight moves ahead so that i think is perfectly reasonable to assume whether mm-hmm. you believe it or not is a different thing what do you think sir see it's a matter of fact that the prime minister office has given uh, you know a list of uh, work list of policies to each of the ministries 
and uh, prime minister has been tracking development on each decision you know that uh, the ministry takes through the secretaries there is a particular portal each secretary is supposed to you know uh, update update Keep the prime minister the directly hmm. not even the ministers prime minister directly this, this is happening but in this particular case i do not think it came from the pmo hmm. as uh, manisha is saying that the way it has been you know uh, framed the entire thing i think it was uh, done really in a half uh, if it was very thoughtful i think uh, you know uh, they they would have uh, there was no thought given to that particular uh, order that came from the minister so i don't think it was done by the pmo and also i have just learned that the prime minister office somebody has informed that she has taken such decision in a half you know in the previous ministries also in this Next ministry time. as well hmm. which could be very embarrassing considering the fact that the 2019 elections are coming so the pmo has now started looking into the decisions which the pmo Uh, prime minister never asked for and what decision so they have already they are already looking into this so i, I think it was taken directly by her yeah but i think you know regarding the coverage of this across television channels and uh, manisha has done a very nice piece about on on fake news and the many headed monster lovely illustration created by anish the what is fake news is so um, vaguely defined and so badly understood even by news professionals that one can only wonder what a regular non news professional would think of it let mm. alone the ministers yeah, who exactly you know when i see the debates on it the discussions on it people who've been in news for years cannot you know they they club editorial oversight as fake news they club uh, sharing an article by a regular person written by a news organization as that he's putting face fake news dude you're just putting an article out Uh, so i i think this has been uh, one of the most um, uneducated debates across television channels and platforms and uh, i i really hope that um, we should come up with a more detailed article you know in the next week or two i mean manisha has already put one together but i think it requires maybe we should just do an entire podcast mm-hmm. on it what what i think yeah i think it's very important especially media literacy because like you said if news professionals themselves are not clear it's really tough to have an average news consumer understand you know what is fake what is not fake what mm. are the ways in which how do you distinguish between a fake news article versus an article that just got its facts wrong mm. so I, i think that's very important also i think uh, yeah most it works in the government's favor also so muddy this debate because like you said we saw that there was a website true picture which has links to the pm they put out an article saying fight fake news and it has two pieces from the indian express which made the government look bad and all ministers are tweeting saying oh this is fake news at it wasn't fake news it was based yeah. on an fir and a cabinet secretary note but just because there was a rebuttal from the government doesn't mean the news becomes fake Correct. you know and i in think in fact uh, vinit jain in the middle of yeah, Vinit, all this <laughs> vinit tweeted, jain which, which was uh, pretty interesting hmm. a because it came from the big guy and the, the, the man who owns the times of india like at least partially owns the right. times of india and also what he had to say that fake news is news that's been created with conscious knowledge hmm. that it's not true that is unacceptable and that's a menace whatever and then he distinguishes that from inaccurate reporting right so because he has a certain expertise in that <laughs> <laughs> yeah so at least he's master of one of those arts <laughs> 
Also, there has been another conspiracy theory going around, which is regarding the timing of uh, of this particular note. Okay. Uh, that I mean, that school of thought is that you know to deflect the attention from the Dalit band from the Bharat movement band. violence. I see, like that. Uh, I don't know. I mean. How how credible that is hmm. can be a fake news. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, that's a In theory. That it's not really fake news; it's just a theory. But yeah. So that's yeah. what. Now they did not define fake news. They did not no difference between the inaccurate and hmm. fake. So how can you? I mean, so the government will get a free hand to you know dub any of Anything, your reports correct. as fake news. Anything that makes and, them and look bad. You. Yeah. And another thing, what about people like I mean, like for me, hmm. I as a principal never went for accreditation card. I never took. Hmm. I never opted for it. Hmm. Never applied for it. Okay. So so, what about yeah. those persons who don't? How are they the punished? The ones who are not accredited. Oh, yeah, yeah. Are you going to I punish mean, them? Yeah, the rest <laughs> could just go on with fake or real news, whatever they. So <laughs> so, not only that. So you do not take the card because, on principle, you do not want to take the card, but. If you uh, look at that carefully, there was no mention of the electronic. I mean, there was a mention of electronic media, but not uh, online media. Right. Because the online media doesn't get the accreditation card. <laughs> exactly. So if she was not even considering uh, regulating them, hmm. why, whereas our experience is that most of the fake, fake news spread is being true, actually, That makes no sense. Yeah. Then uh, basically, yeah. nothing about this makes sense. Yeah, uh, because if that. the biggest uh, spreaders of fake news is it's happening online on online, WhatsApp, WhatsApp, and you don't basically you're just seeing three thousand journalists will be punished for you know their reporting. Hmm. That's hmm. all. But um, coming to this whole um, the guy, uh, the owner of that website, you know, I try not Hegri. to name them because. You know, just out of curiosity, people will start checking out that website <laughs> and sharing that are those articles, <laughs> and then you never some of those idiots Postcard may think it's true. Postcard news is so popular, though. Like every time I meet people outside my journalism circle, I know of people who uh, read it, who share it, there and was, who believe in it. There was this guy who, on my uh, WhatsApp group, school WhatsApp group, shared postcard news hmm. uh, article and some other Open India type articles. So it's a group of about 60-70 people. The only way to deal with this, you know, fake news at an unofficial level is I shame them into saying that these websites are the news share karna chahte ho. Matlab, I, I really say that you have written and written and written in school, bheja, college, bheja, videsh, bheja, ye kiya, wo kiya. And you show websites ki news and news that you display your ignorance. So that kind of shames them into not sharing postcard news type websites. But uh, that is a long process. I'm sure not everybody will do that. And B, not everybody will be shamed. So yeah, but but you know, coming to that, uh, so that this guy who was arrested, I, I think this is a more interesting debate because it's not just binary about freedom of speech vis-a-vis -vis fake news, vis-a-vis -vis does it actually lead to violence? Should you be punished for it? Uh, especially on the in the US, which has the most liberal laws on freedom of speech, there was a case where a bit of fake news caused a man to walk into a pizza parlor and fire a gun because he thought what he read in the news was true. In that context, I think one would have to look at what is punishable, what is not. Because as technology moves forward, laws have to move forward. Mm -hmm. So I think there is a conversation there that needs to be had. I, I really don't know which way it will go or what, what should come of it. But yeah. that's an important conversation because you can't shut it down saying that everything that is untrue but is not 
giving someone a direct order to kill someone is freedom of speech but at the other hand that is also one of the principles that you know i have believed all my life so i i mean I, no, but I, I we can't know. we can't we need to shun uh, you know fake news mm. we cannot uh, you know defend people uh, just in the name of freedom of speech that's what i feel we need to tackle the minutes of uh, fake mm-hmm. news now how i think part of it uh, the this uh, alt news yeah as one way of fact checking this is one way of doing it then there is a legal way of also handling it so i think in some ways we need to handle this menace mm. and and it's not just the journalists who are spreading it mm. now now on the whatsapp and on other social media so you i i personally feel that the political it cells are equally responsible yeah, for they, it exactly. yeah 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 they yeah. are hugely huh. responsible true but um yeah uh, sorry she's saying something no and in postcard the the news for which he was arrested was basically there was a gen monk who had who had had an accident mm. and i think there were pictures of him hurt and he put out story saying that a muslim youth attacked him mm. now it's it's such a sensitive i mean if this news spreads it can create so much mayhem there can be backlash and it happens in india all the time sure. you had a case where uh, northeastern students had to r- rush from bangalore, bangalore yeah. because there were whatsapp messages doing the wrong so you definitely have to check it but I also think that we have enough laws to deal with problems that arise of fake news mm-hmm. like you have libel you have defamation you have religious harmony hurting mm. so should you penalize the act of pushing out of fake news or the effects of fake sure. news sure yeah that's interesting i mean maybe the laws already exist and don't mm. really need any more laws but um, at the same time it is also true that there is no regulation as of now Mm-hmm. So, except Germany has one where they have said that uh, they will they heavily fine and can even criminalize social networks that don't pull down uh, fake news in like twenty four hours, mm. and they're heavy fines. But then also Germany's gone through Holocaust. It's gone through a lot. So there's also society that doesn't want and they're, yeah, they're very conscience sensitive. Yeah, and this. bigotry, racism means mm. a lot. I mean, especially, I think, especially in the on on the web, where uh, news ends. and where entertainment takes over it's it's a anyway a very thin line uh, you can find both on the same website and there are several websites like that uh, who are doing part journalism part something else hmm. uh, if all other industries are being regulated being you know they have to follow some or the other kind of protocol and maybe then we also need to debate on you know where we should stand sure i mean protocols i mean there are some protocols in place but on content yeah i think with the internet becoming this thing that is so big that has taken over lives like today itself there was a news item uh, apparently the, the the government is thinking about is mulling over uh, online platforms and uh, yeah the very first thing that has come up is which ministry is responsible for what will it be it or will it be inb right so we can see that even at the government level, level the ministerial no level they, they, they don't know yeah you'd be surprised at how little they know but one I'll thing i just day. like to add on the fake news thing is a lot of regular people do trust fake news websites sure and that's because somewhere mainstream media has also failed people there's an instant like there's a lot of mistrust among people in journalists and i think it's post radia i think that's when it really kind of broke and maybe because of biases that seep into reportage or really like overt sides that media takes but 
there has to also be some sort of inward uh, or maybe media literacy or something you know from mainstream media outlets to sort of win back that trust also but uh, that's true but i think the people have also they over a period they take some time but they realize that, that this uh, website is giving mm-hmm. us fake news so in the end they yes they 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 start uh, detesting it no um, ravan sir i think you're being too kind to people mm-hmm. um, uh, i i think i i disagree with you and you anisha both one is that while i agree there has to be some introspection among news professionals as to how they report news what kind of you know everyone from i think the most introspection people like arnab need to do and then maybe then down the line others have to introspect to some but i won't bung that into the same basket as why fake news becoming popular because fake news popularity is a worldwide phenomena not just india and radia was an indian phenomena radia was 2011 the anna protest was a direct follow to the radia controversy it rode on the back of discredited journalism that i will tell you what robert wadra has done no one else has the guts to do that story arvind kejriwal has the guts to tell you that so that but today's fake news proliferation has nothing to do with discredited journalists it has to do with the internet and how it is easily available and tools technology tools that can make it very easy f- to make something look you know official and people's desire to be you know for confirmation bias they'll like for mm-hmm. example i know people who know that the news is fake they'll say share karte ja fikar mat kar hame to bas shor machana hai na they are like that so they don't they won't suddenly introspect possibly also it caters to your very base biases yeah. or base kind of understanding of the world no, and it's I, simple language it's kind of more accessible. professionally done bias yeah 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 i have an email this is from harshit harshit says hi hafta team i'm somewhat a recent subscriber and have become a huge fan of nl hafta and all your other podcasts i'm just writing in as short response to one of your mail i'm just writing in as a short response to one of the mails you received on hafta 165 and the subsequent discussion you guys had regarding facebook listening in on you through your phone's microphone though the facebook app has access to your phone's microphone on both android and ios you can revoke said access and continue using the app in any case it is now a well established fact that facebook does not use a microphone to collect data about you to target ads it does however use some very shady techniques to know very intimate details about you which is why people get mistaken into believing that facebook has been listening in One of these techniques is the Facebook pixel which is an invisible pixel that Facebook has on partner websites constantly sending data regarding your activities so your sojourns that's how you pronounce the word right does anyone know for sure okay sojourn across the internet are all under the watchful eye of Facebook even when you don't know it for more information you could you should listen to this wonderful and seminal episode of this podcast called reply all where they break down a few of the sorts of instances you were discussing anyway he's sent the link to that you can check out the link on the mail which is published on our website keep up the good work paying to keep news free harshit pasi thanks harshit thank you for paying to keep news free mufat khors listening in for free take harshit's advice pay to keep news free and yeah also check out his article in case you think you're being snooped on by facebook all of you listening in the chota hafta do subscribe so you can listen to the entire hafta We will see you again next week with the hafta till then subscribe pay to keep news free because when the public pays the public is served and advertisers pay advertisers are served thank you goodbye all the news laundry podcasts are available on stitcher itunes and any other podcast platform please subscribe to news laundry help us keep news independent 
catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.